Now on 77 WABC, it's time for the former mayor of New York City, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Good afternoon, America. This is Rudy Giuliani live from uh, New York City, the capital of the world. It's actually cold but sunny, and I love cold but sunny days. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a, um, I like the cold, let's put it that way, and I like the sun. The days that get to me will come up in about three, four weeks, those long gray days. And it's the gray, it's the gray rather than sunny and cold. Oh, I love that. Great day for a football game. So I'm going to start with the following story today because I don't know. I have such a hard time. Maybe we should devote one show to have a little discussion. You guys give me some perspective. You know, we try in organizing the show. I do, and they, and uh, frankly, they all do. Uh, uh, I'm sure, um, I'm sure Bo Snurdly does this, and I know John does it with Lydia, and uh, obviously Greg. We go on and on and on. We try to pick them. There are fifty thousand stories. Exaggeration. There are fifty. So, what do you want to talk about? What do we know about? What are we best on? What can we help you with? But most importantly. What's, what do you need to know for the day? What do you need to know to grow as citizens? I put a little emphasis on what, what m- might you not hear from, uh, from, the, uh, from the liars and the cheats and, and the authoritarians who are running our uh, country. You know, they, won't, they, they won't tell you about uh, Hunter Biden's violating the, the gun act and getting away with it and the FBI has all the documents right in their hands and they are making, uh, they're disgracing uh, the great organization of the FBI. They won't tell you that, you know, so I got to tell you that. But what, what's the one, I, what's the one t- today uh, that I want to get to you? You know, Fauci is falling apart. I do not understand how this man has the arrogance to appear on television and still talk. I mean, he has been wrong about almost everything. No mask. Gathering groups, no problem. Mass, multiple masks, wear four or five. Otherwise, you're going to spread and die. Hmm? Not the beginning. Uh, This is the guy who said that uh, minimized uh, China's role in this, who, after all, created it. By saying that uh, he, he, she doesn't believe that Chinese scientists would actually kill people. Chinese communist scientists wouldn't kill people. They could be the only Chinese communists that didn't kill people. Uh, I don't know if anybody really knows the record, but it's popular to believe that the People's Republic of China has killed more of its own citizen than any uh, country in the modern world. And since the populations in the prior world was much smaller, we may get into a debate over there may have been civilizations that killed a larger percentage of their population, but I bet we don't have a gross number killer bigger than China. Like, they're going to worry if it spreads around China so long as they get an equal pound of flesh out of everybody else and can create some disruption for them, it may be a great alternative for them. Fauci doesn't get that either. And I have in front of me, and too bad this is not um, TV. This is the times I like TV better. I, the times I don't like TV better is when you don't have to look at me and say, God, he looks awful. And, oh, man. Oh, look at that guy. Oh, God almighty. He's got no hair. Oh, look at that guy. But now you don't know. I mean, I can put on my voice like this, and you may even think, Wow, sounds like an English lord or, you know, you could do lots of stuff. Well, I have in front of me a book and the book is called The Real Anthony Fauci. And the book is about Bill Gates, big farmer and the global war on democracy and public health. And it sure is. And it's written by the son of one of our most famous senators, the man for whom the bridge is named, Robert F. Kennedy. This is Robert F. Kennedy, Jr., and it lists below the New York Times best-selling author, like I was, by the way. I was a New York Times best-selling author. They won't tell you that now. And it's put out by the Children's uh, Defense Health Defense Fund. 
And there are many people that were very skeptical of this book. I'm going to say including many of my right-wing uh, brothers and sisters and, and many of the people from my administration in, in uh, New York City because under, under the, um, the, the, the fund to uh, save the Hudson River, they, they believed he brought a number of lawsuits that were not fair or frivolous or whatever, whatever you say. I'm not going to go into those, and I'm going to, I'm going to actually re-examine those because I, uh, this book was recommended to me, and I'm going to admit to, I've written to him, and I'm, I'm going to, you know, I just believe, him. I, I thought, oh my, this is probably some kind of exaggeration, and anti-vaxxer exaggeration. You know the books you can analyze the best, the ones you come at critically. This is one of the best books written Ten years, it could be, it could be, could be. It could be the most important book, and particularly from whence it comes. It's like Eisenhower is warning us about the military-industrial complex. He he lays out in here with the benefit of going to the end here, the benefit of uh, so many footnotes. Uh, a couple thousand footnotes that you, he will put out there the, the controversial stuff. You'll get this side and the other side, and you'll get a chance to see how close on the mark he is. And I, I, I haven't found him off. And it's devastating stuff. I don't know that he puts the, puts the conclusion on it, but some of these guys got pretty close to in their greed murdering people. You got to read it. It is deliberately hard to get. You go on Amazon right now. I think you have a wait. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Please, please, because there's going to be a lot more to this. And I know many of you don't trust the right. You don't trust. Not that you shouldn't, but you don't trust Tucker Carlson, or you don't trust uh, uh, the, uh, the Greg, or you don't trust me, or you don't trust. Uh, well, you know, you should trust them all. You don't trust Laura Ingram or or uh, or um, Stinchfeld or or that wonderful Natalie Harper, the wonderful Natalie Harper or Stephanie Hamill on OAN. These are just really, really smart and good people, and they've been telling you the truth. But it, it, look. This guy doesn't come at it with the same bias, the same issues, but he comes, he comes, he, actually he comes to a more deadly conclusion. This is a, this is a book that 30 years from now is going to be on a history book, if we ever teach history again, like the uh, books of the turn of the 20th century about how workers were taken advantage of. You know, it really will be, I am not, I'm understating. I'm not even. Uh, I'm not even where it should be now. The fire. The fire. The fire. The fire. I. I. I uh, have had, you know, several of these, and for some reason, it's the Bronx most often. I remember, we had one very similar to this right off the, right off the, um, Major Deegan, maybe around where Columbia used to be, but on the on the west side, and uh, you could see the Tower of Manhattan College in the background, maybe three, four miles away, and it was around, it was like this, around Christmas time. I do believe it was in the days between Christmas and New Year's, and I was home playing with, with uh, Caroline and Andrew and the kids, and they said an inordinate number of deaths, Mr. Mayor. We went there, and so... We're going to try very hard to play it as straight as, as God gives me the uh, ability to be fair and honest. And uh, I try. God, I do. I do. I know a lot of people don't think so. I spend a great deal of my time trying to be fair, even to the people who want to destroy me and take away my profession and accuse me of things I, things I didn't do. And I, why did I stop? I stopped because my reputation has been the most important thing to me. And they know that. And they know by hurting it, they hurt me, but we rise above it, and I'll help them if they need it. So uh, Chief Nigro, who worked for me, 
and was like uh, 3-4 in the department at the time of September 11 and stepped up, uh, but believes that it was the space heaters that went awry. Not at all unusual, by the way. Um, I'm not going to tell you space heaters are per se uh, dangerous. I say they have to be, first of all, they ha- you have to use a good quality one with a UL label. Just don't go buy the, you know, the one that's on, sh- on sale for two ninety nine. And then you've you got to put it in a safe place, anticipate the fact that there may be some spillage, uh, you know, fire coming out of it. Be ready for it. And please, let's go back one more step. I really have a plan in case there's a fire and practice it. Please, my God, I said that when I was mayor 535,000 times. And on September 11, that Helped save my life, Bernie Carrick's life, Richie Shearer's life. And it helped save a lot of people in the city because of that discipline I was taught by my dad. Never, ever don't have a plan for an emergency. When you get in, they close the door, look around. What's the easiest way to get out? And how do you keep people? Why my father taught me this? I, I did ask him once and I didn't. I didn't totally disreject. I didn't totally reject, but I didn't totally buy the answer. He was teaching me to get ready for life because life is an emergency. I thought, and I still think, a little bit had to do with his great preference that I be a boxer and uh, the usual son's reluctance to do exactly what uh, what daddy wants you to do. Uh, but. When you first box and you first uh, witnessed a person hitting you after you've been you know, practicing, uh, it, that's one of those moments you can tell. Do you panic? Do the arms start going wild? Or does it somehow trigger in you, i got to plan better? Well, that's, that's the response that Dad was trying to make. Um, Pavlovian second nature just goes right. And he did. He did. I'm, I'm, it's not saying this because... I'm bragging, and boy, I got plenty of sins that I have to atone for and misguided things. And But he blessed me with that. And uh, I, can, I, I, I can see when people exercise that and do that. That's, what, that's how I was good at picking the best of the best of the emergency workers. It doesn't make you a bad person if you're not, by the way. Other people do other things that are equally as valuable. God, God made us all for a purpose. I always believe that the ultimate happiness in life is finding that purpose. Mm-hmm. You know the best you feel in life is when other people are happy about what you did. Well, you're feeling a little extra there from God the Father. You really are. So uh, Kevin McCarthy uh, came out uh, today, and I like uh, what he said, and I'd like to go to cut six because I'd like to hear the soon-to-be God-willing, hallelujah, Kevin McCarthy. The Democrats have created a new thing where they're picking and choosing who could be on committee. Never in the history have you had the majority tell the minority who could be on committee, but this new standard, um, which these Democrats have voted for, if Eric Swalwell cannot get a security clearance in the private sector. There's no reason why he should be given one to be on Intel or Homeland Security. This is going to be a new commercial. It hasn't been on before. So uh, ABC is not even aware of it. I'm probably going to get thrown off. But this is a new commercial I just worked out the other day. The uh, Committee to Save the United States of America Against uh, Creeps and Bums is organizing a program to pick up Swalwell and throw him out of the United States. Oh, we're against that. You can't pick him up. He has to voluntarily leave the United States. I just made that up. You should be able to, I mean, how much damage can these people do to our republic? Well, the financial fallout from COVID-19 is about to hit home. To pay for mountains in federal aid, the government has printed massive amounts of money, dramatically weakening the U.S. dollar already, and it is going down. According to some of the brightest minds on Wall Street, your money 
is about to hit a wall. That means inflation, reduced purchasing power, and a shrinking portfolio. Mass money printing is a currency killer, and China could not be happier. Call now for a free copy of The Dollar's Last Stand. Learn about debt cycles, hyperinflation, and the dollar's expiration date. Yes, there is one. Most importantly, see if you qualify to trade your dollars for gold with an instant $5,000 gold credit. Come on, come on, come on. Call 188-204-2141. The Chinese virus has crushed the American dollar. But don't let it do it. Don't let it crush you. The world's largest hedge fund says diversify now. And do it. Call 1-888-204-2141 for a free copy of The the Dollar's Last Stand. And see if you qualify to trade your paper bucks for solid gold with an instant $5,000 gold credit. Now on 77 WABC, it's time for the former mayor of New York City, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back uh, to um, 77 WABC. Get on the app now. Make your contribution to Tunnel to Towers now. Come on. Delay doesn't help here. It doesn't help. Get that money in. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Get it in. Okay, so... Let's see if we see what the people out in the United States of America are thinking today. So let's go to, oh, let's, come on, let's get a lift. Let's go to G.I. Jack. Come on. Look. Hello, Rudy. There he is, G.I. Jack. How the hell are you? I tried to get on your show on Sunday. I waited an hour and I tried it all last week. Well, why do you think I put you on right away? You're the best, Rudy. First of all, what Felicia Bonovo Ano con la gracia de nuestro Dios Jesus Cristo. And a 2022, let's bring an end with God's grace to 50% half of the homeless men and women in America, American veterans, God help them, and an end to 13,000 American veteran suicides every year. Let's bring an end to it within the end of this year. And also, Rudy, you're doing a great job. Keep up the great work. And remember, Hunter Biden should have been life in in uh, in uh, Leavenworth Prison for what he did in the military. He compromised everyone on that. Could GI Jack? I would just like you to go back for a moment, slow down, because that message at the beginning is the message at the beginning gives you and me a chance to go to heaven. So now you make that message really clear. T- tell him about homelessness for a minute. Just tell him what you know. Rudy, I challenge Eric Adams to directly deal with a homelessness in New York City is number two, numero due. Number one is San Francisco. And look what the liberal Democrats, scums, did to that once great city. Michael Savage used to call it San Francisco. And it's named after San Francesco di Assisi, patron saint of animals. Maybe the greatest saint of all time. Ancestor. Rudy, 50% half of the men and women homeless, and there should not be one, a man, woman, child, dog or cat, hungry, homeless, or thirsty in the richest country in the world, America. 50% half of those men and women are American veterans. God okay, can't be. Rudy, can't, can't be. Can't be. We, we, you, yeah, that you, uh, I, that's why I wanted you to say that. Now, I am going to go dig out. I keep mentioning it. Maybe, it, you know, I've written a lot of things. I've written books and pamphlets and a best-selling book. And I'm proud of a lot of, a lot of it. Okay. There are two books I'm the proudest of, and one of them, not even a book, one of them is an op-ed piece in the New York Post, basically arguing something I never got across to people and felt very frustrated about. I mean, I was uh, typified as a real hard-ass in going after after the homeless and the criminals and making people work, and I don't know how to tell you this. And you can laugh, I mean, you're entitled to laugh at me. I did it because I love people more than the people who ignore them. I mean, I, when I was young, I used to give money to... Uh, I, I, I used to give so much money to poor people, I didn't have any money to go home for lunch. I wanted to be a priest. I thought, oh, that's the way I could be a priest. And a combination of my father, one of my uncles, and several of 
the priests, good good men, liberals at the time, by the way, said, you know, you're just impo- don't do that. Give him a voucher. Uh, tell him to come into the church kitchen, your our church or some other church. I said, well, they might not do it. And they said, he said, then, but they said, you know, if you accum- if they accumulate enough, it'll work. And 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 the cures to these things are not magic. These are deep. These are deeply rooted problems that need solutions that that become counterintuitive and get below the surface. And, in, in a way, in a way, he probably knows that when you're giving them money, you're just brushing them off. You know, you just get out of my sight. You're, you're smelly. I want to see you. But when you go about giving them money and you're telling them what to do with it or instructing them or putting limits on them, the extra work that that takes probably indicates to him in a certain way, and it does, that you love him more. It's not just I'm buying off my guilt. I'm actually thinking about how I can help. That's a small thing, but I think G.I. Jack's got something there. And let's hope we can turn this around. And we and we have a I mean, we, 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 we have a mayor who is not a game player. Not going to play these games, you know, does he criticize? Does he criticize uh, the D.A. or not? Is he going to go along with the request to have him stopped or he, he, Come on, you got to take positions, pal. You're a leader. You you know what's right and wrong. And the minute you delay and you don't know, you're not going to lead a city by delaying and and uh, trying to figure out how you can please everybody. Not going to happen. Not a city like New York. It'll. I was told that. Yeah, take your time. They'll roll right over you. Right over. You. They'll roll right over you. A moment's got to be set aside to remember a moment, a minute, more than that, to set aside the wonderful people we lost at the fire. Let's listen to, uh, let's listen, uh, to uh, cut number five from Danny Nigro. Uh, this had, this had, I know what happens when we have something like this with my firefighters. It's weeks and weeks. They go out and do their job, but it's weeks and weeks of them recovering. 32 people were transported to hospitals in life-threatening condition. That is unprecedented in our city. The last time we had a loss of life that may be this horrific was at Happy Land Fire, which was over 30 years ago. So that's interesting. You know, that goes through my administration, and he didn't mention September 11th. I mean, you could go either way on that. I I, uh, I mean, it is is a a one-in-a-lifetime situation. Probably not a good idea to include it in average of fire numbers because you throw things off because it hardly was an average fire in terms of loss of life and shock it was i mean i can't i just can't go through a normal conversation and just stop down and talk about it It would have to be a special program a special program about that which i actually at some point i think i would like to do with the people that i thought were the most significant people that helped helped me during that period you know during that period of during that period of time. So, you know who I am, right? I'm Rudy Giuliani. Just checking. And with common sense, we'll uncover the truth and we'll get to a solution on Talk Radio 77 WABC. The financial fallout from COVID-19 is about to hit home. To pay for mountains in federal aid... The government has printed, 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 printed massive amounts of money. And what does it do? It dramatically weakens, it, it takes money out of your hands. A thousand becomes worth 850, 950. Like that. You have no control. That means inflation, reduced purchasing power, and a shrinking portfolio. Mass money printing is a currency killer. And the people in China are laughing like Kamala Harris laughs. <laughs> like that. Probably better. Call now for a free copy of the Dollar's Last Stand. You should call Monetary Gold just to get these darn books. They'll be good for you. Then, you'll, if you want to do it, then you'll get into monetary. I Believe me, they're good books. Educated me a lot. I'm not an 
expert on this stuff. Most importantly, see if you qualify to trade your dollars for gold with an instant $5,000 gold credit card call. 1-88-204-2141. The Chinese virus has crushed the American dollar. Please don't let it crush you. The world's largest hedge fund says diversify now. Call 1-800-204-2141. For a free copy of the dollar's last stand and see if you qualify to trade your paper bucks for solid gold with an instant $5,000 credit card. Go do it! Now on 77 WABC, it's time for the former mayor of New York City, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to 77 WABC. And if you're really smart, welcome back to the app. (laughs) Get the app. You get us all over the place. You can travel anywhere and you'll get Bernie and Sid in the morning. Aren't they great? Come on. I'm not saying it. I listen to them whether I'm on this station or not. I love those guys. So let's see what we got here. I want to talk to a few of our people because we haven't had a chance to talk for a while because so many news items come up. We got a little room here. I, I got. I have to go to Joel and Drew. I haven't heard from Joel in a couple of days, and I'm worried about him. Joel, you don't check in more often. You're going to lose your job. <laughs> don't worry about me, Mr. Mayor. I'm, I'm listening to every show. And uh, all right, all right, the apostles. So, what's going on in the Holy Land? I, first, I want to give a shout out to GI Jack. I had tears in my eyes when he was. Uh, Talking about the homeless, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the guy. He's the real deal. He's definitely the real deal. And thanks for keeping uh, the, the laptop from hell in the news cycle, because I can't wait until every member of Congress gets a copy of that when they're over the crisis of uh, Corona, and they see what they tried to cover up. Uh, yeah, the- half of them will just lie, you know, half of them will just lie about it. You know that. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to ask you about that, Mr. Mayor. In your experience as an attorney. What what goes on in a person's mind when they're continually covering up and being dishonest? And what does it take, you know, to break them down and get them to see that they're actually lying? I, I was watching today uh, Senator uh, Paul grilling uh, Dr. Fauci, and it just seems like Biden and Fauci and Pelosi, and they, they really believe that they're, you know, being honest and authentic, and they just seem to have something going on in their brains that's not allowing that connection. What well, you that? know, Joel, there's a, there, there's a legitimate condition. It's rare, and it usually is not the case, but I researched this and learned a lot about it as a young prosecutor, and that is beating the polygraph. So the polygraph, you know, accurate, inaccurate, whatever, it, 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 it really measures nervous reaction, right? It measures sweat, and it measures heartbeat, and it measures... Whatever things would normally happen when you feel guilty. So uh, I remember way back during the Bill Clinton case, a lot of polygraphers wrote that Clinton could pass a polygraph because he's a pathological liar. And a pathological liar they define as somebody who just lies. I mean, they just have no reference to the truth. They don't even pay attention to the truth. It's, oh, this is convenient for me to say. And then they stick with it and they actually believe it. So that you got to catch them in a different way. The best way to catch liars is the power of logic. Most things that are logical are true. The ones that aren't, they're usually very easy to find the exceptions to it. If you really want a citation for that, there's a great book, unknown now, but a bestseller for many years, written by a great trial lawyer, not criminal, but um, personal injury and corporate, Louis Neiser. And the name of the book, the first one, is the really legit one. It's called My Life in Court. And it describes in, 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 in a form that I think, you know, it's, a, it's more like a true story novel. Blah, blah, blah. But it, it, describes, it describes it really well, how you pick it up, how you use it, how uh, it, it doesn't it, – you're not going to convict somebody if they fail the test – but you're going to know that the time you're wasting in checking this out is really worth it. And sometimes being confronted with it cracks the person. So um, lying is a tremendous problem in our society, and we're going to have to rid ourselves of it if we want to start making 
progress as a as a, as a people. And I have to tell you, Joe, I don't. I love talking to you from Jerusalem because I do believe, and I don't want to get too heavy here because after all, this is not an academic audience. Or they are trying to rob from us not just America, which would be enough. They're trying to rob our civilization from us. They're trying to rob from us the pre-Hellenic philosophers. They're trying to rob from us the Greek philosophers. They're trying to uh, write, uh, rob from us their, their, their Roman translators and, and, and continuation, as well as the Roman contribution to how to orderly, uh, in, in a good way, orderly in a bad way also, but orderly in a good way, spread an empire, manage an empire, give people a stake in the empire by allowing foreigners to become citizens. And then, you know, we trace to them the great, great preservation of knowledge during the during the Middle Ages. And, of course, there was a detour with the war against the Muslims, unworthy desecration of human values, rejected eventually, too long, but by people, not the church. And then we get into the Renaissance and the later Renaissance. And the, humbly, Humbly, there is no civilization in the history of the world that has done the work of God on earth better than Western civilization with its terrible, terrible setbacks. Because they all have similar setbacks, and none of them have achieved for others. By others, I mean outside our country, what we have achieved. So I'm just adding that to you because I know I tell you every day to be proud you're American. That is not a throwaway line, ladies and gentlemen. On my deathbed, if I'm conscious, and I hope I am, probably be my last thought about America. I'm going to say a prayer it remains as good as it was for me, for everyone else. So let's go to, is it Sam in Woodside? Yes, it is. How are you, Sam? Uh, you're fine. You're the greatest. Okay. The biggest crooks in America today are Democratic politicians in high office. And, and it, what, what makes them what they, okay, legalize corruption. In other words, they can be as corrupt as they want. And they make they make everything legal for inside of trading. Support. Inside of trading, they how many people do they put in jail? Look at Pelosi. What a unbelievable! Did you see that article and the the money she and her husband have made? Oh yeah, come on! And people believe yeah, that hey, crap. Rudy. Oh, Rudy. it gets me sick. It gets Rudy. me sick, Sam. They all do it. Pelosi isn't they they follow each other and they protect each other. Why do people vote for them? Why? Why are they so stupid? Why do they vote for these people that are stealing? Why? Why do they vote for Cummings for years? Why do they vote for Charlie Wrangle so he could buy an estate in, in, in Puerto Rico and they starve? Why? He won't let them have a voucher for education. The kids get badly educated. They vote for him. Why? 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 That was overly dramatic. I'm trying to get apart. What do you think? I think I scared him away. You don't have to go to Hollywood. You're, 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 you're <laughs> wherever you are. Okay. Um, I want to talk about something. This new DA in, in, in Manhattan, okay? What's he his name? I, I've forgotten make, it already. Uh, no, but let me, <laughs> he can actually make, make his thinking work. And let me tell you how. We know that... Um, the Queen's DA, Melissa Katz, is that her name, Katz? Melissa, yeah, Melissa Katz, she, uh, she stood up. I mean, come on. I know, I know Melissa for many, many years, and, uh, and I've had a, you know, a left-wing dam. I've always had a good relationship with Melissa. Always. I have a good opinion of Melissa. I think her name is Melinda Katz. I'm not sure. I think her name anyway. is Melinda Katz. I think you're right, but it doesn't change the fact that I have a very good opinion of her. No, she, she, she actually did the right thing. You know, you know, Queens, the area that she covers, she's the DA in Queens, has a very low crime rate. I, I live in her, her area. Very low crime rate. 
And the reason is the precincts buy the guns. She gives money to the precincts to buy the guns off the street. So rather than... Well, like, that's good. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm generally not a big fan of that, but look, anything that works, works. Take the guy who uh, murdered the, uh, what is it, Burger King, who murdered the, uh, the, the, the woman in the Burger King for 100 bucks. He could get 1000 bucks from Melissa, uh, Melinda Katz for his gun, and he can go in there and buy whatever he wants. He doesn't have to shoot anybody. And, and let me do my last point here. Um, Shalane, you know, wonderful Shalane, you know, Shalane McRae, she's the greatest. She did the biggest heist in the country in, in, in the smallest time. She got. Uh, explain to people. Uh, explain it to people so they understand it. Okay, yeah. Um, Cyrus Vance Jr. and the other guy, Scott Stringer, they pulled it off for her. Oh, yeah. They, ha- they, they, have, they have a tremendous amount of cowardice. <laughs> They did it. They did it. It was an inside job. They of course it, it was. Uh, how, how much else? How much else did Cyrus Vance sell out? Everything. Epstein, he, right? He's Epstein. A typical, he's a typical scumbag. Okay. But but you know the only thing that makes him look good is this maniac communist revolutionary want to get us killed DA that we have now. No, okay, now here's how it, it could work. He could go after Shalane. For the money, you know, the billion, or maybe she spent some of it already, uh, that she still has left, take that money, put a million dollars in every precinct in the city, a million dollars in every precinct, and they're supposed to buy the guns off the streets. You buy the guns off the streets, crime goes down. That's what Melinda Katz did. Yeah, okay, can I, no, I'm going to, I'm going to have to tell you um, the view of somebody who knows more about crime than they do. It doesn't. It's a very, very short-term and foolish solution because the person then goes around and gets another gun as soon as he wants it. Uh, You've got to incapacitate the people who, who want guns. You can't buy it from them. Uh, is it a short-term solution that might actually work right now because we have an epidemic? Yes. Do you pursue it for more than four or five months? 100% not. Cities who did ended up after two years with major crime increases. So it's a it's a it's a good quick short term solution if you want to get like you want to get your initial uh, what do they call that you know the low on the tree fruit that low hanging fruit but then it develops a pattern of uh, we can have guns and it comes from the lack of patience the lack of wisdom to be able to look at a more than one part solution uh, which is what the broken windows theory is which is why it was done by two great professors at Harvard and at uh, uh, Chicago, and all it requires is, I would say, a little beyond two-part thinking, three-part thinking. So I don't want to. I don't want to. I want. I don't want to discourage anybody that want. If they've got a crime epidemic, a murder epidemic, get the damn guns out any way you want, except crim- criminally. But uh, you got to think of a better long-term solution than that. You have to. It's about the best. It's about the best that people who help to create crime, Democrats, come up with when they have a few people who try hard to reduce crime. But if you're in trouble, do not elect a Democrat with regard to crime. See what happened to you in New York. Uh, Let's go to Bill in Long Island. Hello, sir. How are you, Bill? How you doing? Uh, uh, Just a little reminder. I'm the guy you gave, gave an award to uh, so many years ago uh, because of something I really did fantastic. It was hard to do. But in any case, you told me to call you back uh, because uh, I'm a singer and I've done uh, uh, benefit shows for the fire department and in the nursing homes. And I'm interested, number one, I have two points. Uh, first point is I'm interested in your voice. Thank you. Yes, I have advised you a few weeks ago. You told me to call you back, and I probably you said call me back to remind me of what to do. 
I've noticed during uh, two weeks ago, at the end of the week, after you get done uh, speaking your wisdom. Uh, by the way, I like the tapestry of uh, history you you go through inside of two minutes. You did that just uh, ten minutes ago. I love it. I love it. You are so on target, sir, as, as usual. Okay. Thank you. Uh, now let's get. To, I just want to get down to. Please, the I'm 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 a very easy person to give advice to or to criticize. I'm not perfect. You tell me what I can do to improve. All right, <clears throat> sir. Sir, I advise you. Uh, you know, first of all, don't yell and scream too much. <laughs> okay. Don't. You know. You have Thank every you. right. You have every right to. Thank you. Thank I, I want to protect your voice. <laughs> You're going through a long, a long week every week. I agree. I on a Friday, and I, I, your voice was you. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking. About. You're so wise. I, I, are you a doctor? Uh, sir, I'm. Uh, I was a top writer in the. I see. I see. So you, you're into writing, reading, speaking, the whole thing. So you understand it. I, I, I've done a lot of things, sir. So what I should do is try to keep myself at a regular modulation and not strain the voice. <laughs> okay. All, right. All right. Let me get down to the points. All right. Yeah. Warm water. Warm water, uh, a, a teaspoon of salt in the water. So, water, salt, okay. Water, salt, maybe more, maybe a little more warmer, right. a little warmer, a little more salt and water. Gargle, 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 gargle. <laughs> okay, I want you to gargle. Relax your voice, relax your voice. Hum a little bit. Mm. Mm. Uh, we got to go, we got to go. Quick, quick, what? I got to need All one right. more. All right, the second point is, do you know what 295 means? No. No, you don't. I'm going to tell you. That's why you have me on the phone. Uh, <laughs> we are 295 days away from November 2nd. Mm-hmm. We, and your, uh, your wisdom, we are going to run the Democrats around in circles we are going to come back so strong on the next election, the midterm. We are going to take. Well, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to run. So I have to sum it up. So what you want me to do is to preserve my voice for 285 yes. days, so it's there, so we can deliver the coup de grace to the people who want to try to make us communists. You're right on target as, as usual. And- I will work on it. You keep reminding me. You have a free right. you have free reign to call me and keep reminding me, Rudy, you did well for two weeks, but you're beginning to stray. Okay? God All right. I'll a hundred percent with you, pal. I mean I, I I appreciate your interest in me. I gotta tell you, it really warms my heart and <laughs> and helps my throat. So that I can read this. On nine eleven, two thousand nine hundred and seventy seven people were killed in terrorist attacks on American soil. The Tunnels of Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family stability. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling our most severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And now, through Operation Home Base, Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities, need your help. Help these heroes and their families join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And now, it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the 
Mayor's final thoughts, sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, a place where you can give back to the people that we owe, the people who lose their lives to save ours, the people who become catastrophically injured to protect us. And it's an opportunity to do what we are obligated to do and to do it in a loving and, and a really, really beautiful, beautiful way. My final thoughts today are, after a week plus of being into this new week in one crisis after another, after another, after another, it almost is already uh, 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 a point where people, our people, the people who agree with us, are beginning to feel a little tired. It's like such a big road ahead. No, no, it's not. First of all, it's not. They don't have the kind of margins that that really should worry us much. I mean, we're tied in the Senate. We're tied. And ideologically, we might now be ahead by one because of Joe Manchin and possibly two with uh, Kristen Sinema, largely because the Democrats have gone off the left cliff, really gone off the left cliff. I'm not going to examine the nature of their spending if you have to debate it with someone, the person you're debating with it has either been brainwashed completely or is a communist. We're already, already, with everything that has been done already, 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 without a single expenditure more like the new Build Back Better. We're already a communist, a socialist communist economy. And they want to make it entrenched as a socialist, communist economy. And they want to grab your money that isn't under their control, and they want to find a way to take it, which is why they're doing all these aggressive things in all these different states. So we want you to focus on that. We want to focus on what they're doing to your money, because I know you focus on the money, and you focus on the money from the point of view of how much do I have to eat and car and everything. But there's a geopolitical use of money in which they are trying to, to, to reduce the value of this great, great country, which they can't do based on its natural resources, based on its vast geography and its incredibly diverse nature of its, uh, uh, the, whole, the whole situation that we have. So, I want you to keep up hope. I want you to start now looking for, I want you to start thinking now, because I don't want to force anything on you. I want you to start thinking now about how you can make a contribution to making sure, I believe our primaries are in June and our election is in November, but we elect people who are going to protect the Constitution of the United States, not a woke definition of it. Not a constitution in which a bunch of co-conspirator rich oligarchs can close down your speech in favor of the crooked Democrat government. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's, that's a violation of the law that's being ignored. We don't want that. We want, a, we want a country in which there's enough diversity of being able to speak that everybody gets a chance to speak. And if they write something false, we correct it. Exceptions? Maybe, maybe, maybe excitement to violence, maybe. Maybe, maybe. But the way we have now falsified excitements to violence, that becomes rather dangerous as well. I never agreed with this completely. Didn't disagree with it completely. But it was always said of, uh, not just said, it's in Lincoln's, uh, uh, in the Duma Malone biography several times, of Abraham Lincoln and discussions with Madison about it. And, 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 and uh, Jefferson, who authored the, uh, authored the Declaration of Independence and was a great, great supporter of free speech and being able to speak before the anyone about what you believed in and also a, a, a believer in being able to support yourself and take care of yourself and whatever. He, he realized that 
we have to have this openness to disagree with each other. We need a leader who says, you may hate me, you may hate Trump, you may love Trump, you may love whatever it is. Take it down, please. Take it down for the purpose of cooperating. Make yourself the reasonable one. If you got a fight, don't give up. Don't become reasonable to the point of lying. Become reasonable to the point of expressing yourself in ways in which when you want to have people agree to you, you're, all of us have a, and I don't mean to be to go in an area I shouldn't, but all of us have some ability to be seductive, right? For better or worse. Let's be seductive about the good things about our country. Because our country right now is starved for love. It doesn't want to just be loved by the rich people. It wants to be loved by everyone. God wants us to love our country. I believe our country is a reflection of God, the most exceptional nation on earth. It's my religious belief. Maybe the thought police will come in and take me away today for that. If we don't stop it now, 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 this will go on. I remind you one more time, crime went up in 1969. Murder went over 1,000. It didn't go below 1,000 until 1996. No matter the best efforts of, uh, of, David, of, 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 of Edward I. Koch, and he made Herculean efforts. And even the efforts of David Dinkins, he actually did not bring crime down. He handed me a city with more murder. Okay, we'll be back. God bless New York City, the greatest city on earth, and God bless America. And when you wake up tomorrow morning, the prayer again for 2022. Thank you, God, for making me a person in America, an American. Thank you. I don't deserve it, but I'm going to live up to it. God bless you.